Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Two of the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. And this is potentially, for a while, our last intracontinental episode. <laughs> After that, we go intercontinental, baby. Like a, like a test missile from North Korea, we mm. are taking this shit intercontinental. That's right. Even though... And possibly incontinental. Oh, uh, incontinentia buttocks. Mm. Um, uh, Alistair, yes. what do you think of this as a sketch idea? I'm right? ready, Andy. I'm ready for it. This is the person who works for um, the... This is a satirical sketch, okay? Okay. And he works for a satirical sketch. At, it's probably at its most satirical about six years ago, right? When Trump is president. Okay. Okay. And uh, what happens? That'll never happen again. Uh, <laughs> so this will never come back around. This is this is a sketch about somebody and their job in the White House, right? Is mm-hmm. to is to get uh, a thousand piece puzzles. Okay, mm-hmm. like a Ravensburger puzzle, thousand piece puzzles. Empty out all the pieces and replace it with a, a an eight or ten piece puzzle in there, right? Yeah. Inside the puzzle, Trump likes to tell people he does thousand piece puzzles mm-hmm. really quickly. <laughs> and so they, they've and just got to do up the the one thousand one, and then break it apart into seven pieces and glue all the other pieces together. No, I think I think what it is is that they just put like an eight-piece puzzle in there, but it says thousand-piece on the box. Oh right, okay. So yep, Trump, yep. having done the eight-piece puzzle, thinks he has done a thousand-piece puzzle. Okay, great. Okay, and uh, it's a it's a satirical comment on the uh, lengths to which the staffers at the White House were going to preserve Trump's self-image. It ties in with that uh, those things about them printing out positive tweets about him mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving them to him. What do you reckon? How do you feel about the satirical um, heft? Oh, I know you love satire. I, I'm a, I'm a big. I think we're. I mean, I think this is finally going to be the thing to bring him down. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, you know, you, you know what I'm like sometimes, Andy. I will go well technically i think that my my added note on yours does make it your idea clearer but i did but then at the same time your idea is stupider and i do like that as well mm. well you know what the solution to this is um right we, right we abandon the whole thing s- <laughs> <laughs> stop start the podcast again stop. and i mean from episode one 
Oh, that would be fun. The a mm. dark and gritty reboot yes. of Two in the Think Tank. The dark in- and gritty or dork and grotty. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> we, we go back. We keep all the episode titles the same, but not remembering anything about what was in them. We just mm. try and reimagine them. Like how Taika, like, like how Taika Waititi writes his screenplays. He writes some version first, and then he leaves it in a drawer for a couple of years. And then he comes well, back and he goes, and then he like re- rewrites it sort of just based on his memory of what it was. I, I got a feeling that the kind of turnaround he's working on these days, that's that's no longer his process. No, yeah, I got yeah, a yeah. feeling that the, when the Marvel people come to him and say they want another Thor one, that he doesn't say, well, all right, give me a couple of years. Yeah, I'll have yeah, a yeah. process. I have a process. Let me let it sit. I mean, I think it's it's one of those... Uh, processes that is uh, that is more lug- uh, it seems more luxurious but really it's just based on the fact that nobody wants your screenplays at the time and they can just sit in a in a drawer Indeed. you also have no income coming in yes um, Andrew I'm writing down thousand piece puzzle president with eight pieces thank you this will be great this is a, this is going to be a companion piece to the other one that we did about the guy whose job it is to put his penis in his bum and pee into his own bum hole in front of the president and say, I did a pee-pee in my poo-poo hole to, uh, <laughs> in order to get an uh, objective read on the dignity of the office of president. Oh, the now, president that was actually, an idea. The president actually really likes, likes it if you only print out the tweets of people who are doing pee-pees in their own poo-poo hole. And so we've had to cater. We've had to cut out all the news articles that say something mean about him and find <laughs> all the news articles that are about people doing pee-pee in their poo-poo hole. <laughs> it just makes yeah. him feel bad to see criticism, but makes him feel mm. good to good. see people <laughs> who are worse off than him doing stupider things than him. Mm. And indeed, I think we need that. In fact, maybe what we need, Alistair, mm. is a second Earth. We can call it Earth 2. Yes. And what it'll be is it'll be just like our current Earth, but it'll be full of people who are doing worse than us. Mm. Could we, we make? Could we like somehow make a better Earth by making just one that's a bit more efficient? So it's just a skeleton Earth. Mm. Right? It's mostly... It really is just... The, the outside without all that n- unnecessary inside crust. And then it's mm. just got like some support beams inside just to keep the structural integrity. Yes. Okay. That suits me. Yeah. And, and then then it'll be easier to make rather than having to like drag another planet nearby I and sort of throw off agree. our orbit. A, n- a new hollow core Earth. Mm. Yeah. But it's, still it's with this new Earth look yeah. uh, finish. Yeah, it's like a kind of like a new pair of, uh, you know, like when you know when somebody invents like a new soccer ball that doesn't need air or something like that. Mm, I think it's the opposite of that. Oh, they okay, they <laughs> they invent a new soccer ball that does need air. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah, no wait, they invent a new volleyball like that. that does need air. The opposite of soccer is volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a beautiful uh, comparison. <laughs> uh, to, to explain this concept, um, 
Okay, so Earth Two, but then so then we and it's just there for emotional support of mm. of us. Mm. Yeah, I think I think rather than this could be our solution to climate change. Mm. Right? Instead of fixing the atmosphere of this planet, we build a new planet which has a worse atmosphere, so that whenever uh, the politicians are pressured to try and do something, they can say, "Hey, look, at least we're not Earth Two, right?" Yeah, and and we'll we'll all look over there and we'll be grateful. We'll be like, yeah, you know, you're what, we're, we're, you know, what you're, you're right. They don't have they don't have oceans. They have lakes of old chip fat, and oh. when the rain falls, it's grease. The rain is, gre- is now, greasy. Rain. This is what I worry about, Andy, about this because I think, and this mm. could be a you know a second or third act for this uh, sketch is that um, by putting them on a worse earth and that we're saying that they're doing worse than us and that makes us feel mm. good, but what if they even start to do somewhere close to as well as us? I think we'd feel really threatened by that. You know, on, a, on such a worse <laughs> earth, a worse earth. Um, I think yeah. that would make us feel tremendously bad. And then they mm. would also have that kind of like working class grit, like they've come from, yeah. you know, harder, harder times. Mm. And that in in many ways, that's when they would become cool, and all our youth mm, yeah. would want to go to want to go to Earth too. Well, to probably be the only place they can afford to buy housing on mm. Earth too, and then uh, they make it quite desirable, and then yeah. we sort of gentrify Earth too. Yeah, and we appropriate a lot of their culture, I imagine, from Earth too as well. Like, and then we have to start creating our own oil oceans. Yeah, or people start buying clothes that look like they're covered in a lot of rain oil stains. Oh, how about this? Wearing those. Mm. A shirt that comes pre-oil stained. It's really It's fully oil stained so that, <laughs> so that you can't stain it with oil. Yeah, <gasps> I think it's great. What, what, what have we been doing? This whole time, we bought what we have shirts that aren't oil stained and spend all our time trying to keep oil off them. Yeah, it's like oil it is so crazy. abundant in our lives. Mm. Do you think this would be a, one of those CEO life hacks? I already come. Yeah, you know, I, it's like look at this. I buy a shirt and I and I dip it in oil. Mm. Straight away, I, well, I put it in a deep fryer. Yeah. <gasps> you, uh, and you know there'd probably be additional benefits as well. Um. Keeps your skin oiled. I mean, I imagine you could probably put it on a lot faster. Oh, you slip through it? Oh, go down slides with your kids. You know how a lot of slides at parks that they are, um, that they, you know, they're kind of a bit slow, you know, like they've been made not out of a slippery surface. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This one. What about this? You also get to leave a mark wherever you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's nice. You That's know? really special. Yeah. I. Yeah. What other benefits? I guess. And you know what? I think this would actually repel water as well. Yeah. Right. So you wouldn't. It wouldn't get wet. Mm. This is. We're, we're, for too long, we've had water-based shirts and tried to keep rain off them. Yeah. We need, or to keep oil off them. We need to have uh, oil-based shirts which naturally repel rain. Yeah, good. and and I wonder whether or not, like you know, like Star Trek has would come up with like silicon-based light forms 
But are there any mm. oil-based life forms? Like, because there's no like <laughs> silicon silicon equivalent of of water, right? That, yeah, well, there's water-based paints and there's the, oil-based paints. That's right. There's water-based so life forms. The, I think the silicon thing was itself. was a you know was a fun kind of alternative thing that mm. they could think of in sci-fi, but really more practically, is that these are carbon-based water life forms and carbon-based oil life forms. Mm-hmm. Right, and then, and then we, you know, let's remake, let's remake, um, let's remake Romeo and Juliet one more time. Let's let's see that story play out one more time because this these two really don't mix. <laughs> it's a it's a really good idea, Alastair. <laughs> it's it's called Oilio, right? Yep, and Julie Wet. Oh my God. <laughs> it's too perfect. Olio, Olio. I mean, it doesn't quite o- Romeo, Romeo, and Romeo oil, Romeo no. oil, Romeo oil, and, and Julie, Julie wet. wet. I mean, I mean, I like Oilio, but you're right. I'll put in brackets Romeo oil. <laughs> um. Yeah, gosh. I mean, what what do they what do they do? They I guess what they would do is they would uh smear their bodies with detergent, right? And press up against one another. Mm-hmm. Cuz doesn't detergent allow those two things? Oh my god, sex would be would be mm. emulsification. Yeah. Like they would make mayo. They just add like a they just squeeze a lemon. They just yes. squeeze a lemon over themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. It's, oh, this is a lemon based lubricant. Yeah. Well it's like that joke. Uh do you know this joke? Yes. Why did uh Sherlock Holmes use lemon as a sex lubricant? <laughs> no, I don't know why. A lemon entry, my dear Watson. What's that? Whoa! A lemon lemon entry. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Did you just make that up? No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I heard that joke in primary school. We did a lot of literary puns. A lot uh, of literary dirty puns. Yeah. A A lemon entry. Literary filth. Yeah, I mean I that's because even just referring to sex as an entry, entry. is mm. it feels like that's you know that that is itself kind of a uh, you know advanced literary kind yeah. of poetry. I mean, I haven't revisited that joke in a long time, and I guess it's one of those ones that I'd filed under sort of a street joke that everybody must have heard, but maybe yeah. not. Maybe it was you know it was quite a regional thing yeah quite an isolated that'd be a good um a good show to do right Mm, regional Uh, instead of going and yeah instead of going around and like sampling regional cuisines and that sort of Mm. thing you go town to town and you like you hear the filthy jokes that children tell at primary school or whatever yeah uh, in one town versus another town and you compare and you see the similarities and the differences yeah i think it would also just be nice to hear what the jokes are about the towns mm. you know yeah, like that's true. the different ways in which they refer to their town as a being a big hole and a big 
mm. shit place or whatever like that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a great travel show. It's going to different places and seeing how people shit on their own towns. <laughs> That's really good. Every time you go to a town, it's always like, these are the things we are the most proud of. Mm. Right? What about the secret shame yeah. of each town? Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the cast would be, uh, you know, like the crew of this thing would be sort of three quarters lawyers making sure that, <laughs> you know, there's uh, sure. anybody who gets defamed and it is already dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and <laughs> they, are they lawyers are they, or are they hitmen? <laughs> we got a great joke about uh, Chadsworth McTavish, but unfortunately he's in the peak of health. Would be terrible if he were to slip over on a uh, sh- supermarket stairs. And then It'd be a real shame. Defame him. Oh, that'd be really easy if he was if he'd somehow came in contact with an oil-based uh, person. Mm-mm. Oilio. Oh, I wonder whether oil-based people would <laughs> Oilio or Juliet um, <laughs> would uh, an, an oil-based person. Do you think they would slip on a water slick? Uh, would an oil-based person slip? On a water slick. Yes, they would, Alastair. Yeah. Very good. I mean, we also do slip on water slicks. Well, water as slicks, well. but not as much. But, you know, it depends. Not as much as these guys. Yeah. I mean, it feels like an oil based person, they'd slip on a. On a lot of stuff. They're not. On, a, on, a, on dry ground as well. Yeah, they're, they'd not, slip they're on. not perfect for. Uh, they're not built for this world. They would. They do well on grass, I think. They'd probably mm. walk on sponges or something. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too firm. That could. Uh, I, don't know, I feel like, like they walk like, on ducks' backs. Ah yes, a, a down a down flooring, mm, like oil on a duck's back. That's the opposite. Like, like an oil-based person on a duck's mm. back. <laughs> I don't deal well with criticism. You 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 say cruel things to me. That's like an oil-based person on a duck's back. I didn't need to say that full sentence. That's what I say all I didn't the time. Need to take up the audience's time. Um, I think, think what would be exciting about inventing oil-based life is that it would sort of reopen uh, a, a lot of new fields for similes. I think. Ah, uh, yes. So we might have reached the we've, limits of similes. We sort of turned the key on that years ago and locked that door and didn't allow ourselves to create new similes. Mm. But I think the invention of a new type of person would allow us. Mm-hmm. They would they would give us access. They would uh, open the lockbox that contains that key <laughs> and allow well, us. How did they open the How did they open the lockbox? No, to they the have key. the combination. Ah, it's a combination. It's a combination based lockbox. <laughs> Turns out the combination was new type of person. That was the uh, four words that you so you spin it around and it's all words on each one of those things instead of numbers. I mean, we'd also, I think it would be a really fertile time for coming up with new slurs against these oh, oil-based people. Yes, it would be a very rich time. As we, especially as we came into contact with them, you know, those first few months when we don't know them oh. super well, but we know that they're yes. there. And we haven't confirmed their humanity. Right? Exactly. And like we have re- <laughs> used to be able to spend a, not a lot of time coming up with vast 
um, broad generalizations about <laughs> these people based on little things that they that you see them do that you keep in common. Yeah, yeah. Call them smear, smearies and things like mm. that. They always, whenever they, whenever they inco- come in contact with eggs and and there's any vibrations around, they do create mayonnaise. Yeah, really good. I mean, it would be, you know. And what would be great is, like, I presume that they've come from another world, if, whether it's Earth 2 or we're, we're broadening this out. Mm. But they come from another world, and uh, we would have only met one or two of them, right? And they, you know, when you visit a new, new world, you probably are wearing your cultural dress or whatever it is. You're introducing yes. them to just a few things of your, your own culture. And so, like, it wouldn't even be a generalisation. You would just ass- be able to assume that they all behave in this way, even though when you're meeting someone for the first time, you don't behave in a way that's representative of the breadth of the mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. But, 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 oh God, what a good time. What an exciting time that would be. Man. I mean, I would, I would be happy about this for any new people that we encountered, not just oil-based mm. people. You know, even if we were mm. to, at this point, discover a new culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An mm. undiscovered culture, maybe of subterranean <laughs> people. Or... <laughs> Subaquatic, submariners. <laughs> subaquatic. Mm. You yeah. Think subaquatic means subhumans. Um, I I think that would be uh that that would be thrilling. You know, and we're not saying that it's good what these people do, but we were saying it would feel good <laughs> <laughs> for all of us, for everyone. All these new nicknames <laughs> that we would get. Um, yeah, because I sent you that I thing where I saw where they came up with the word Yankee for mm. American for Americans, and they think that it could have been because of all the Dutch people that were there early on in New York City or New Holland at the time or New Amsterdam, yeah. sorry, and that they were like a lot of people were called Jan, and a lot of people were called Key, so it wow. might have been that they nicknamed them Jan Jan Yankees Yankees. So the insult for Americans, Yankee, actually means Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I think we should remake the movie Arrival, right? Mm. Um, uh, starring, is it Amy Adams? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, alien creatures come to Earth. We'll remake it. But instead of being able, a language... Um, learning their language allows you to travel through time, right? Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, uh, in in our version, uh, wearing their oily clothes. I want you to know that you in the movie that they never get to travel through time. Okay, great. Does, don't you? You get uh, to see time. Oh, Andy, I was trying to like at least cover up the fact that you <laughs> like like you know undo the spoiling. <laughs> her daughter's dead. Her daughter dies. Yeah, Does her daughter pe- does. But I think you find that out in the first couple of minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Anyway, it doesn't allow. It, it, it contact with them doesn't give us the ability to transcend one of the dimensions of time or space. I'm not going to say which one it is. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> um, what's your idea? <laughs> That instead, being oily allows us to travel down diagonal slopes really quickly. Oh yes, <laughs> you can slip a down. new dimension. 
diagonally. Yes, diagonally. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, wait. Um, the oil people. It's a. It's like it's. Oh, a, we it's could already do that, but not as fast. Yeah, it's like the Ricky Gervais <laughs> film, The Invention of Lying. The invention but it's of the invention of lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie where everything squeaks. Oh, Every yeah. everything, everything is sort of a grinding, dry rubs against each other. <laughs> it's just dry on dry. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> us to lubrication. The invention of lube. That's what we'll call it. The invention of lube. Everybody's rubbing up against one another. Chafing. Do you think that that's one of the only films that has the sketch idea name right in the title? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying what about Romeo and one. Juliet? No, that one's just the name mm. of two characters. <laughs> Coneheads? Maybe uh, Coneheads? Coneheads, yeah. I suppose Coneheads is pretty much just the, a sketch description of what it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. I did it. God, that that almost worked. Cable guy. I, I mean, it's not it's not the slightly crazy cable guy that would probably give it away entirely. Mm. You got to take some of the information out. I think. Dumb and dumber, maybe dumb and dumber. Yeah, I mean, why do you think that Matt Stewart's show mm. that he's doing, his touring show, he's doing with Seren Jayamana? Why it's called Dry. Dryer, dryer. I think it's called dryer, dryer. Why mm. isn't it called dry and dryer, like dumb and dumber? Um, like it feels like Seren is a big pun guy. Yeah. And and you know, I think you could argue that one of them is drier than the other. They're both pretty dry. Yeah. But I think dry and dryer. I don't know. It feels. I mean, like it could be. I mean, it could be a play on that. You know, they're subverting the Dumb and Dumber. Wow. Dryer. You know what but it could be? It could be a play on yeah. Liar, Liar. Dryer, Dryer. Wow. It really could be. Yeah. And so to, now... We'll, we'll have to see, try and um, reach out to them and get, get comment, give them a right of reply on the next episode. Yeah, but I want you to know that... Two in the think tank. That they're going to be on tour soon, going to Perth. Perth. And I think they might even be Western doing some time in Adelaide. They might be doing, and they're going to be doing mm. comedy festival. They're going to be doing the twenty eighth of March until the seventh of April um, at comedy festival in Melbourne. So we may as well just plug it while we're talking about it. Get yeah. tickets now. Slip on in to drier, drier. Yeah, two comedians. Near the peak of their performance, I just like to think that beautifully put. I would, I would never want someone to say that I was at the peak because I want, I would hope that this, I never, there was never going to be a downward trajectory for me. <laughs> He's at the plateau. He's at the He's plateau at the very of his plateau. performance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. I mean, that suggests at least uh, I'll be at the peak for a while. No, I mean, but but like, if you're trying to tell people to go somewhere, right? I think you've got to tell them 
that he's they're, at, they're the at the peak. peak. Yeah, that's the incentive because that's why you've got to go right now. This is the, he's peaking. He's oh, yeah. peaking right, right now. You're going to want to see this because if it's if they're he's if he's still on the way up, you're like, well, I'll just wait a couple of weeks. He'll be even better. If they've plateaued, now there's no incentive to see them because they'll be the same forever. So you can catch it. Well, whenever. until that until you that inevitable that downward sense of hill. Urgency. Sure, when that might hold its own macabre fascination to go and yeah. see them. A, a great man brung low. Sorry, I heard a cough coming from the other room. Just hey, Hux, you all good? Okay. All right, just double checking. <laughs> um, it wasn't yeah, a yeah, death yeah. No, you know what? I would, love, I would love people to come out. Like, imagine if you could s- convince people to come out and see you when you're at your lowest point in terms of skill level. <laughs> You gotta this could, see this. This could be the worst I've ever been. <laughs> you should, you know, it's it's so bad it's worth coming out for. Mm, check it out. I saw a guy um, recently who is from Montreal, and I can't remember his name, but he was doing a solo improv show. And yes. he was like, and here's an example of some of the sketches. And the thing is that the sketches weren't bad because he was just improvising. But... Yes. Um, but it was just silly. It was silly and it was not much. But, I mean, if people will come out and see you do solo sketch, like improvised sketch, I mean, that's – I just got to get to that. I think that's all – like, I mean, if I can just show up and go, all right, here we go. Hello, Michael. Mm. Hello, January. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? Very well. And you? I am feeling rather tiger bitten like that. And then where's it going to go? I mean, I can guess. Why? What's your guess? Is there a sketch uh, in it? He's currently, he's currently being bitten by a tiger, this guy, right? But he's so oh. polite that if somebody says hello to him, he's still going to try and go. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com through the small talk motions, right, of, of saying hello yeah, as yeah, he's yeah. being mauled. Imagine that, right? Do your kids want to go to the mall, right? Go to the mall. Okay, so you've heard that. So then the kids go, but you, and you get, they get there, but it's not a shopping mall. Right? What is it, Andy? It's a man who is being mauled by a tiger, and he's oh. been being mauled for... For a really long time, this could be the biggest mall in the southern hemisphere, right? <laughs> this guy, but it's sort of he's in an ongoing state of mall. Yeah, and everybody loves to go, and the kids go and hang out near the mall. <laughs> and pe- can people still do shopping at this mall? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, is he yeah. selling things? If you like he's buying had to... strips of flesh, oh strips of flesh. Also, oh, they're body. able to get it away from the tiger. Mm. Um, yeah, but if you if you can nip in and grab some, maybe 
scratch it away with a long stick with a little hook on the end. This idea works so well, Alastair. <laughs> I think I reckon just write it down. Just write it down. It's Andy, so good. Would you it's be surprised foolish. to hear that I already have written it down three <laughs> times? I would be gobsmacked. I've written down at I the mall, be... and that's the way that you spelt it. And then I've written down it's... at the mall, and then it's just the way the regular mall, because I think that that almost oh. sounds like as good a sketch idea. Yeah. And then and, th- what's the third way? Um, then I just I wrote down uh, pickling at meat. them all. Do you think they pickle meat? You never hear about pickled pickled beef, do you? I'm thinking. There's that there's a kind of um is there a kind of like a dish they have in Greenland which is like pickled shark or something like that? Mm, it's supposed to be one of like the most fermented? repulsive foods. That might be fermented. I and I, I apologize that's different to pickling. I don't really know. Mm. Um, what if I go, how to pickle meat with centuries-old recipe? They do it. They do it. Pickling meat. I was thinking if there's such a thing as pickling meat, like aging meat, in vinegar for a couple of weeks. Pickled fish is a favorite in many parts of Europe, and delicious. My Czech grandfather, and so on. There you go. My um, my Czech grandfather. What about meeting meeting veg? Meeting like, veg. Could you just could you store? Veg. No, 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 Andy. <laughs> if I said it's meat and pun. veg, no, no. Uh, what about we preserve a bunch vegetables. of celery vegetables in meat, <laughs> wrapped in meat? It's a really good idea. I mean, I guess because <laughs> the meat is such a a a, an easy and fertile thing for the bacteria and the germs to consume. Mm. They get, they get, they gorge themselves on the meat, yeah, and they actually leave the the celery unscathed. <laughs> Do you think that's how it would work? I, I mean, that you've <laughs> you've made it work logically, so it all it's almost disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Do you think um, we could do this as a as a form of medicine? Oh, yes. Somebody has a, a a terrible infection, right? Mm. But you put that person there, that terribly infected person, put them down next to what are we going to say? A baby, something that the infection would like to infect even more, and it all goes over there. It all migrates. Why wouldn't into they? the baby? Into the baby. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've cured Even your gangrene by wrapping, mm. uh, taping a baby to your leg, and we it find that all the gangrene, the... whatever that is, is so attracted to the fresh <laughs> meat of the baby that it leaves yeah. your leg. Do you think soon when I live in Canada, Andy, it's going to be wrong for me to do an Australian accent? I mean, I already think it's pretty wrong now, Alistair. Oh no! Oh yeah, no! I've been hoping to hoping there'd be an opportunity to bring this up. Oh god damn it! But is but but isn't it isn't it okay? Because I I think that it's funny when somebody talks with an Australian accent, and so I, I do it in order to be funny. 
Mm. No, and that's a perfect defence, I think, for almost any kind of um, <laughs> accent appropriation. I reckon that works. You've done it. You've cracked the code. I think that once you are something, you can't mm. be appropriating, right? No. Like once you Indeed. have a very good Australian You're just accent. appropriating. <laughs> it's you're being appropriate. Rather mm. than appropriating. Is that what you were just saying? Yeah. Um I'm you're appro- just appropriating. Yes, appropriating. <laughs> <laughs> like do you think that, that would work with some of the more sensitive accents that you go, It's wrong, but now you do it so well that yeah. actually you're just from this place, essentially. Do you think that if you were a racist who loved to do, say, a very stereotypical Chinese accent, mm-hmm. that if you were to turn your back on your culture and go and mm. live in China and fully immerse yourself, you marry a, a Chinese lady, you have Chinese-born children. Yes. You, you... raise them for... 20, 30, 40 years. Dedicate your life to... on your deathbed. Yeah. (laughs) You're allowed to. (laughs) I think that that would be good. On your deathbed, as as your children gather around you, Mm. right, to to tell you what you've meant to them and how much they love you, you are allowed to then lay into (laughs) full-on... This is what you sound like when you... Tell me you love me on my deathbed. Yeah, uh, but accent. I think I think that the the government of whatever country it is has to give it to you. So it has to come from the people. They give you the mm. like the right. Like the keys to the city. Like the keys to the city. <laughs> you can now do it. And you can have the keys to the accent. That's <laughs> Cause it, it's a little bit like when you know, like when a like a, a far right like anti-Islamic kind of, you know, thug then, Mm. you know, meets somebody from that culture and is taken care of them, you know, taken care of by them or something like that or meets how kind-hearted and loving and giving they are and then Mm. converts to Islam, Mm. right? Yes. And then... Then on his deathbed, if you know one of the the high priests that I know that there, I don't think there is a hierarch, hierarch high, priest. <laughs> high priest in in yeah. Islam, but I think that they, they could you know create an amendment to the Quran mm. and to the to the that allows you an then, amendment to the Quran. An oh, amendment, <laughs> I think the they first be really keen on this. You know, maybe a new a new uh, a new prophet yeah. comes and can say. And then you can say really anti-Islamic things on your deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> you can just do one little cartoon of the Prophet Muhammad. Go on. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> on your deathbed. Treat yourself. You've earned one. You get one. Yeah, but you can't I show think... anyone. Then you got to swallow it and then die. Oh, and take it with you. Yeah. I, that's fine. Then you... Take it with you to the afterlife where you can hand it back to to um, the prophet. Allah. Yeah. Himself. I think, Alistair, um, I think giving the, the thing about the keys to the accent, that if you have won the, um, the love of people from an area or from a culture, yeah. that they give you permission to <laughs> do your 
or impersonation of their accent or culture or whatever it may be. I think in a way, you know, I think the keys to the city, it's always felt fairly meaningless. I don't think they're real keys. Yeah. This might have some actual weight to it. This feels like a, a pretty special thing. You get, yeah. you get sort of like your license. Yeah, and your I think Your license that to drive. Instead of your license to drive, you get your license to deride. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that if if within that that culture there is an organization that you know does make these decisions, mm. they could probably also work with you in the lead up to it to see yes. how good you are at doing it. And so they lock you so sure. kind of in a confession kind of type thing, but it's a soundproof yes. room and they get you to try it out and they tell you whether or not it's funny. Yeah, that would be Because a lot of the time, well. I, you know, people It'll be white people, you know, complaining about people doing stuff for to other cultures, mm. and so this person within the culture goes, "Yeah, actually, that's pretty good to us, and we yeah. think that that's funny, and we would enjoy that." And so you can do that on your deathbed, and maybe you know, like your son's allowed to film it. Um, that's nice, <laughs> and go viral on TikTok. Yeah. What about and this? Uh, it's, I'm trying to think of another pun name for it instead of the license to deride. Maybe the ticket to deride, and then you could have a song. She's got a ticket, ticket to, to deride. She's got She's a ticket got to deride. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all some good stuff there that I'm sure we don't feel awkward about at all, <laughs> Alistair. That's the part that they'll. I'm cut sure out we when, don't. When, that's the part that they'll cut. <laughs> they'll, they'll clip out when we. <laughs> When this gets posted on on Twitter, and it's like, oh, <laughs> here they were spending fifteen minutes talking about ways in which you could be allowed to do an accent that, that is just in a way that suggested that they really, really want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it's the the greatest joy that a person could experience. Um, I still think that the, the something the solution... that we do not feel, no. we do not feel that way. <laughs> I think I think that there probably is like there's something deep down within everybody that gives the, that wants mm. them to have permission from society to do something that's kind of not allowed right and i think that that's you know mm. like once once a certain kind of theory came out that was like you can't be racist towards white people right that was mm. sort of a thing that kind of came out in the last 15 years where people were like oh yeah right that logically makes sense and so then everybody who felt like they were in a position where they could make fun of white people, then we're like, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll just do that. And, and of course, it's, it, it, the logic makes sense to us. But, but it's the same kind of uh, societal um, permission that was kind of being given <laughs> to people beforehand that was just like, well, no, society's fine with this. Yeah. You know, when, it, when, when people yes. were like, eh. Like, we've got a more justified thing, which is that was kind of more like a punching down kind of thing. But at the time, not punching down, but like, anyway, whatever. I can't. Mm. But it's that thing where yeah, you're, just, no. you're looking for societal permission to do it. And maybe someone will come up with another, like, just like we can't, someone came up with a very sound and, and reasonable argument why um, you can't be racist towards white people and why it's fine and actually good to make fun of them, which yeah. I agree with, by the way. Um, Me too. Maybe someone will come up with a similarly persuasive argument about why it's okay to make fun of people from Cambodia. And exactly. we'll all be like, yes, that does make sense. 
Oh, okay. I mean, I'm saying and that we can be all be thing. we can all be absorbed in in you know by the logic of society, and if enough people believe in it, that we can kind of go. Mm. I mean, that person seems to have enough credibility. I don't know that much about life, but this yeah. just sort of seems to make sense to me. Hmm. All right, let's get away from this topic that now is making me feel really it, tense. Inside. I mean, I'd say we could almost go into words from a listener. I oh feel my like gosh, what a perfect time. And um, To cling on to the departing helicopter that is three words from a listener, right. listener and be carried away from the exploding Nakatomi Plaza of nonsense. That is, talking about doing foreign accents because yes. it's fun. I still think we just got to create some new accents that are fun. <laughs> and that sound foreign, but are not connected to any existing culture. That are equidistant from all existing mm-hmm. accents. Yeah. That would be good. I reckon you could probably do that with computers. <laughs> oh, finally, a, pr- a good use for AI. Um, I guess I, I, I have kind of been doing that with my kids where they, you know, those futuristic glasses that we had from... Uh, my client oh, is innocent because yeah. they yeah. if they put that on me i become i become a uh, real daddy um, that's really good and then i go oh then where are my children there you are it's time for you me to put you to bed now like that and then i become real daddy uh it's a robot who is pretending to be <laughs> The, the father. The real daddy. The real yeah, daddy. That's great. Ah, uh, yes. No, of course. It is me, real daddy. And then he makes a lot of mistakes. <laughs> he picks up the kids thinking that they're laundry. What is this laundry doing here on the bed? Time to put it back into the washing machine. Washing machine. That's right, Andy. Um, <laughs> that's it, Andy. <laughs> we almost got away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Um, no, now, Andy, um, that's a really great character and bit, though. By the way, Alistair, thank you so much, Andrew. You've nailed exactly what kids love. Kids love a big idiot who a doesn't. Big yeah. idiot with bad logic. Oh, okay, Andy. Look, you don't know who the listener is, but um, mm. can you just have a moment introducing people to three words from a listener while I just go see why my child is yelling? Alistair, I'd be, be Andrew, my the in, listener is Kevlax. Kevlax, Kevlax. Wow, Kevlax does sound like somebody who probably comes from a planet that is an entirely oil-based planet with oil-based life forms with grease rain. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think now of um, meteorological terms uh, that would apply if you had an entirely instead of a water cycle you had an oil cycle they've returned it doesn't um, matter but three words from a listener we have listeners they some of them support us on patreon some of the ones who support us on patreon uh pay uh three dollars a month to give us three words uh that gives them the king's ear and allows them to give us three words that will form the basis mm. of a sketch idea with any luck Yes, and today's listener is Kevlax, and Kevlax has sent in three words from a listener. I'm assuming that listener is Kevlax. Andy, would you like to try to guess what one of the first three words is? I would say the first one. Try to guess what the first one is. Uh, first word is legal. Legal? Way too many syllables, Andy. Way too <laughs> <What> many. Two? <laughs> yeah. 
It's at least 100% more syllables than this thing has. I'm sorry. The first word is in. 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 I-N-N. Oh, shit. In. What's... Keepers. The innkeepers. The second word is keepers. I'm sorry, Andy. That is very, very wrong. The second word is spa. S-P-A. In. Spa. And then the third word is ration. R-A-T-I-O-N. Ooh. You know what? You've got the last... One, two, three, four, five. You've got the last five letters right. You're kidding. Um... The third word is masturbation. (laughs) In spa, (laughs) masturbation. Um, I mean, this, of course, makes you think straight away of the idea of somebody, I suppose, um, masturbating in a hotel uh, jacuzzi. Mm, A jizzcuzzi, if you will. A jizzcuzzi and... Somehow, and this could be the basis of a kind of a sci-fi comedy of some sort, where mm. uh, another guy gets in there mm. and, and gets pregnant from the jizz. Exactly, it's like some, it's something in yeah. you know, it becomes almost like a primordial soup in there. Sure, sure. And and it something happens to the jizz that allows it to impregnate a man. That was the missing step, you know. Yes. Turns out that men could get pregnant the whole time, and it probably used to happen in mm. sort of hot, you know, hot kind of mineral pools. I uh, feel like if this guy who gets in the pool has recently had his belly button pierced, that could just be the kind of the sure. entry point that allows yes all of this. An old dramatic tribe place. used to go somewhere mm. where there were, you know, in any time that they would run out of women in their tribe or something like that. Mm. You know, they would go to these, they would pierce their belly buttons and then go to these old hot springs, thermal, so yeah, hot thermal pools, the hot springs like mm. that. And then uh, some would, half would jizz into the thing and half would lay in it. I want to, what I want to know is if this, per, is this a pun on inspiration? This, um, it this, could be, this. yeah. <laughs> but, but it's in spa masturbation. Yeah. Andy, I think that that could be what it was. It felt like it was trying to, it was pointing us towards something. Yeah, um, maybe. I mean, in spa. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that I need to get away from the idea that we've already had because I think that's very interesting. I think, in terms of as a sketch idea, it might need a tweak to make it laugh out loud funny. Um, uh, or ma- you know and. I mean, if it could just be somebody explaining why they have the no masturbation, and the, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think the idea of somebody masturbating in a spa and then somebody, the lifeguard comes along and says, you can't do that. And the person's like, oh, why not? <laughs> yeah. And then and then there's a, a good reason. Maybe they even they even point to all the pregnant men that are lounging around the pool, and that the only person, the person, only just now notices. Sure, uh, and then and then that there's now legal, there's like financial repercussions because now you are the father. You are. Yeah. Um, 
the, all the all the pregnant men sort of lying around the edge of the jacuzzi like like elephant seals uh, or you know walruses mm-hmm. near the edge. They're they're so heavy in their stomachs that they all they can do is drag themselves around the shore i call it the shore the edge of the the jacuzzi, the jacuzzi i call it the shore, <laughs> shore, uh, koozie. The shore oh, what about koozie? this a dry koozie oh <laughs> it's a it's a pit of sand Go or, on. or some kind of pit light of sand. it's or like it, a Alistair. light powder like a kind of like a like I a corn I'm, flour or something like that. Corn sand. Starch. You had me at sand. I and don't they need just any. blow. They blow jets of sand through it. Mm. Like that, but yeah, maybe well, like I something mean, lighter. It's still than probably sand. air. Hey? That they're blowing. I think it's still air that they're blowing into the the sand. Well, or I think this, they've just got the same s- situation, right? It's a. Mm. It's just a pump, and mm-hmm. the sand is the fluid, mm-hmm. and it gets shot through, and it just moves through, and you feel it on your back. How do you feel if it, how do you feel about it being salt? What if it was salt? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd be into that. I think that would leave your hands feeling very weird, or your whole skin feeling very weird after a very short period of time. I'd argue that the sand would have a similar <laughs> weirdening effect. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd get out of the sand spa thinking my hands are feeling very normal. <laughs> I don't think that would be the first thing you would say. No. Um. <laughs> What about a product that you can put your hand in it, and when it comes out, your hand feels really normal? (laughs) (laughs) It's a black box. The magician won't tell you what's in there, but you could put your hand in, and when it comes out, it feels incredibly normal. (laughs) He doesn't want you to know what's in the box. Don't look in the box! You're not allowed to look in the box. But don't mm. look in the box. That's a big part of the ad for it. Yeah. <laughs> Does your hand feel a weird? Huge, a huge billboard on the, on the side of the road. Don't look at the box. I think uh, this is a really good idea. Yeah. And there's, uh, there's, a, there's a family driving along and the dad's there driving. And he looks up at the sign and he starts to talk about it. Yeah, it does feel a bit weird. And the wife's like, "Why? Look, you shouldn't do it. It's, it's if he won't tell you what's in the box, <laughs> you and shouldn't then, do it. You shouldn't do it." You, but then the, the husband comes home one day, and he's acting all strange because he and looked the in the box. Like, you didn't. You didn't go to. You didn't go to the man who makes your hand feel normal for two hundred dollars, did you? And she's like, "No, no." How does your hand feel? The oh. guy's just got all his secrets in there, and they're really dis- disturbing. Yes. All my secrets. I um, like this idea a lot, Alistair. Yeah, great. Um, do you think that if, you know, and this doesn't have to be the direction that it goes, but there is a thing that if your hand kind of feels weird and you're like, and then you go there to make your hand feel really normal, that, mm. it, that when you take your hand out, it doesn't feel any different. It still feels weird. And then he argues mm. that, well, that's because your hand feels weird now, so therefore that's the new normal. I think I'd find that unsatisfying. I suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd be hoping for an exploration of the concept of normality. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, sort of like, <laughs> a, uh, like a philosophical treatise of some sort. Indeed. Treaties. Um... um what about dry, could a dry koozie where you go you sit in and it's that um 
that dry cleaning fluid in there, xylenol mm. or whatever it's called. Xylenol, Tylenol, something like that. Um, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm interested. Because um, what those do, they break down. It's a non-polar liquid, and it is able to dissolve other things from the surface of you. You know, your clothes that water otherwise cannot. But I think the experience of going and sitting in a dry QC, it's a liquid, but it's a perfectly dry liquid. Mm. Would be, I think it could be good. Oh, I think yeah. it could kill you. It could kill you, but if it, it could didn't be good. It would be really good. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't kill you, it'll be really good. Yeah. <laughs> what what an ad. Mm. Um, what doesn't kill you makes you longer. That's an advertisement for um, those Leg sort of extension things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this sounds great, Andy. I think that we, we can't give Kevlax too much, you know. I think we've given mm. him so many perfect oh, sure. solutions to his to his words. Kevlax. And I think it was the perfect inspamasturbation that we ever yeah, had. Yeah, I think, I think Kevlax might be my new best friend. Yeah, well, I feel like... Uh, Kevlax, if that's the case and you also feel it, send us a message and uh, <laughs> I'll pass it on to Andy. Um, and yeah, but we will only communicate through Alastair. The great thing, though, with Andy is that you can, you can be a really good friend of his over long distances. And that's something I've discovered and I'm about well, to test even further. To. Yes. Um, as this is the last intracontinental episode for a while. Um, shall we wrap up the last intracontinental episode for a while, Andy? I think we should, Alistair. Do you want to take us through the sketch ideas oh, thus yeah. far? All right. Well, we got the thousand-piece puzzle president with eight pieces. Mm-hmm. We got Earth 2, which is made to make us feel better about ourselves. Um, Perfect. It's a bit shittier. Everybody else there is in a worse, uh, experiencing a worse life, and that makes our life seem better. We got the oil-drenched shirts CEO, who's... Invented these to uh, avoid getting oil stains on his shirts. We got Oilio and Juliet, or Romeo Oil and Juliet, the water-based life form slash oil-based life form uh, couple that that make uh, that make mayonnaise when they make love. Yes. Um, we have the travel show where people talk about um, the way people shit on their towns. Uh, you know, where we mm. uncover. Yeah, we got the fun. Of new people arriving and getting to come up with new generalizations about them. I, I do also think a travel show where you go and visit the worst bits of towns mm. has something to it as well. Sure. The things that everybody there makes fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got the oil people introducing uh, us to lubrications, the invention of lube, the film. <laughs> uh, we've got the keys to the accent. <laughs> yes. Um, I wonder if we've already come up with that idea on this show. It's possible, yeah, Andy, because it's something that we want so desperately. <laughs> so genuinely, yes. Um, we've got the box that makes your hand feel normal. Don't look in the box. Mm. And then we got dry koozie. With <laughs> it's uh, the jacuzzi with dry cleaning fluids. Andy, that is it. <laughs> we have done it. Yes. Intracontinental uh, out. Intracontinental out and now in with the intercontinental ballistic episodes. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Do Nothing Dick. 
Is that what bol- ballis- ballisticity sounds? I think like if I you? think if you're going ballistic. Mm, oh yeah, I guess so. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening to the Think Tank. The show My where we God. come up with five sketches. What ideas. an honor. Um, yeah, what an honor it is. It's, it's really to great to, to have you listen. Have anybody listen. Um, we, are, we are enjoying it all the time. I now see this as my life's work. Mm. Me too. You know? I also say this is your life's work. Thank you, Andy. Some, <laughs> somebody asked me the other day what the best thing, what, what I think the best thing about dying will be. <gasps> and and I, while I can't see a lot of positives, the, the main positive was that uh, I would have this that my children can listen to 400 episodes plus, plus poo in the shorts that my kids can listen <laughs> to where I'm being more myself than anywhere else almost. I think that also maybe as our life flashes before our eyes, we'll get to relive some of the great episodes. We'll see all the all the pages from all the episodes. Vin Diesel is a car. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> and the others. Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> and the others. And, and of course, dry yes. and dryaria. <laughs> dryaria. Uh, um. And that's it. That'll it's be the really four short. sketch ideas that'll come, mm. that'll go flash before our eyes. <laughs> really? That's that's it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's all that was good? Okay. <laughs> we go back and it's just poo in the shorts. It's That'll that's be all that goes. <laughs> I wonder, imagine that being able to criticize this, the, the editing of the, the, the things that flash before your eyes. Because mm. it's like, it's. There is still something making a decision in your brain. Oh, sure. It's like, oh, wait, you showed me that scene? That actually made me feel really bad. <laughs> mm. You know, like you're like, oh, why'd you show me that time that that girl broke up with me? Ooh. You go, thanks, subconscious. Yeah. So-and-so. Can't. I'm yeah. taking you with me. That's it. LSD. I'm taking you down with me. I'll shut you down before I go down. <laughs> Imagine that going unaided by the subconscious. It's like, oh yes, you know, it's like it's like riding. I'm going. It's like it's like a free climbing without a rope. You know, mm, free solo. I yeah. actually feel like right now because I can't access the names of any freaking thing when I'm talking. I'm like, you know, that guy from the movie with this thing like that. It's like I have no access. I feel like I'm going. I'm I'm now on my own. My subconscious is gone. <laughs> And it's not feeding me any old memories, and now I'm just yeah, having to untethered. live entirely in the present. Yeah, you're you're going in raw. I'm raw that. dog in life with with just mm. pure consciousness, consciousness, no subconscious. <laughs> I I respect that. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening to in the think tank, and, and we we love love you. you. Go buy tickets to dryer dryer. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.